This is Scribe from Rising Phoenix, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. The show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. We ask you please to keep all arms and legs in the vehicle at all times, because we will not be liable for any loss of limb or life from approaching rancors. Take it away, boys. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. The data mine shows that there is a new character bundle coming. Is it a marquee or is the bundle for Galactic Legends? We will discuss in our opening segment. And we will also talk about SWGOH.GG's new meta report. And the new features that we want to see from Seth and his new toys. We break down another special that we posted and condense it for you in our TEPC Spotlight. That is correct. We talk to Taliana Reese about her data tracking and how you can help. But of course, after the show, check out the full interview on our YouTube page. Gridden, the master of the grid stick, joins us for our incoming transmission. And Neil gets to ask about a GAC competition that Gridden came up with. We want to get the idea out there and encourage everyone who wants to participate to do so. And on the bridge, we will do Patreon's choice and talk about the upcoming 24-hour streams that are on our horizon. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod I'm your host, Neil Andrew, and as always, I am joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing today? It's it's a day. It's yeah, been it is a long day. day. It's a day. <laughs> a long weekend. You have a long weekend. You know, they don't come very often, but it, it's nice when they do come along. I do want to recognize Minnie Nev staying up to watch you. Oh my <laughs> goodness, Minnie Nev is in the house. Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> and also uh thank you to dr feelgood and thank you to geek girl 1980 for the subs even before we began mm, don't get in trouble sweetheart <laughs> you know you'll get in trouble for for staying up this late don't get in trouble now so um we are uh it, it has been a slow news week it has yeah it's been a very slow news week <laughs> uh one thing that is going on right now um thank you uh, thanks to Twitch, they uh, we do want to make aware for, uh, for all the people that are watching this live. If you are not a sub, or you uh, or you have not been a sub before, uh, you can now do what Twitch is calling September, where you can subscribe for multiple months at a discount, and it still supports the channel the same way as. Uh, Otherwise, mm-hmm. so. pretty fun. 
thank you for thank you to Twitch for uh, extending that to us as an affiliate. We do really appreciate that. All bonuses are appreciated. Your, how has your GAC been going, Neil? What you know? The, the, how was week one? If for those who don't watch GA Center, flawless victory, triple crown. Flawless victories, two flawless victories. So I haven't lost a round, and I haven't lost a battle. So yeah, I'm on for a triple crown. Round three, triple crown. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, you know this. If, if I can, if I hit it, it will be back to back triple crowns. There is one obstacle in my way, and that is a very well relicked General Grievous Separatist team. So I'm I'm still confident that I'll beat it and that I will win the round because uh, my opponent. Uh, uh, did pretty much the same as me. He did me. He went for a mediocre defense. I went for a mediocre defense, and he's put like one decent team on defense, which is rough. Usually, what I do. So uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get past his GG team. Fingers crossed. Um, I'll get past it in one go. And fingers crossed, he has not put his negotiator on defense. Uh, so yeah, really, really hoping for. It's only a six-star negotiator, uh, but he does have like. Relic Danakin and he's got Relic GG and I can beat it with my MILF but sometimes the RNG gods just you know slappy in the face so uh, yeah I mean how have you been feeling about this whole mm. um, thank you for the follow A Dowling how have you been been feeling about the about GAC lately is is it is it getting boring no it Are doesn't GAC it? never gets boring GAC never gets boring, especially when you have shows like GA Center floating around. Um, right, GA, but... GA is it's it's the best PvP, and in my opinion, the best feature in the game because it's PvP. It's as simple as that. Um, it is the it, it is the most streamed content. You know, when it comes to territory battles and heroic sith runs and stuff like that there's not a huge amount of people that stream that but when gac is on and the offense is on streamers literally come out of the woodwork the, the, there's just dozens and dozens and dozens of them because not only is it fun to play it's fun to stream because people will always go and watch a random content creator streaming gac just 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 for the fun of okay. it okay well to to me gac is it's not fun to me because I have a roster that's built for territory battles, not for, not for PVP. I'm my roster is built for PVE. You know, you want a real challenge, Neil, get Kyber with my roster. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out there. I could, <laughs> I could get Kyber with your roster. Dude, you've seen what I can do with varying degrees of rosters. I got back-to-back -back quad Kyber, okay? I've had back-to-back -back quad Kyber. And granted, I've never competed in Division 1, um, but I will be competing in Division 1 soon. Um, so I haven't competed in Division 1 yet, but um, you know what squads do and at what levels they, you know, you do things at. And, I mean, 
Hey, so doesn't doesn't hurt what SWGOH.gg have uh, brought out this week, does oh, it? We're we're gonna we're definitely gonna get to that. And also, Hellenix says they need to reorder the division so the lowest division is Division One. That way, that they can add new brackets. But what does he know? Mm-hmm. You know first off, what does Hellenix know? I mean, yeah, what does Hellenix know? Uh, but no. Uh, it, it's funny he mentions that because coming up in our second segment, uh, you know, we answer the age old question with data, as they said, is Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes dying and kind of highlight an issue that a lot of people are, are starting to be up in arms about. And that is the Division One is blow to the right word yeah it's 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 a it's the biggest bone of contention it's the only thing i mean i i would i would say i would argue that um the division one bracket is probably the one major bone of contention for everybody that competes not but it's not just not not only do they need to break down division one but the logarithm needs to be changed once the breakdown has occurred. And what I mean by that is that they, they need to create a whole new, an elite, either they need to break it down or just create a parallel running GAC, um, mm-hmm. throw together Division 1 and Division 2, um, uh, leave all of the other divisions in GAC as it stands and keep the brackets like that, keep the logarithm like that, squish together two and what the players in two and one, because that's where the majority of the player base is now. Um, and then create a bunch of new divisions from, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to go from 11 to 1, but, you know, maybe 8 to 1 or 9 to 1, or do it in reverse order like Hellenic suggests, so that they can keep adding it on at the end. So as the GP growth kicks in, they can add a new division. So, um, and then they can change the logarithm. So instead of everybody being the top 80, they can then start it again. You know, they'll base the logarithm off the top 40 and then the top 45, and then the top 50, and so on and so forth. So it's not the top 80. If, if they put it this way, if they maintained the exact same logarithm um, and just captured the top 80, but split it up into divisions, it wouldn't make any difference whatsoever. What they need to do is take the tip of, you know, the, the, the tippy top of people's rosters, um, and incorporate that and then it doesn't take into consideration any of the fluff underneath i mean you're still going to use the fluff underneath but it would make uh matches more even um when you take into consideration how many relics people have these days it really really would and it would stop those matchups where one person's got 26 relic characters and another person's got 16 relic characters um it would stop well, massive okay. it would stop massive massive parity you know it would stop massive parodies when you have when you are a person when you're a person with 16 relic characters and you face somebody with 26 relic characters it sucks hmm. because you've got those 20s you've got that that focus of getting relics and their defense becomes mostly relics and if you are someone like me who built for territory battles and PVE, then you run into the fact that you've got all these seven star characters. You have all these gear 
nine characters. And then when you went for a new character, you focused down your roster and went after that. I, I never, I'm starting to do it a little bit. You know, I took Mandalorian to gear 13 just this morning. Um, But essentially what I've, what I'm doing is I'm now building counters on my, on my account for PVP because I run into that so much. And it, it's just so discouraging, Neil. Mm-hmm. Every single time I log in and I go, oh, I've got to deal with that. Oh, I've got to deal with that. You, every once in a while, go, oh, you know, as you said, just in the open of the show, you go, oh, this person put down this GG Nukem team. I'm worried about not getting a triple crown. Well, me, I'm going, oh, this person put down Slacker and Padme, and they also put their Grievous out there. And I usually use CLS or, or gas as a counter to both of those teams. And now I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, speak to Indigo. Indigo got a triple last week. He came up against double double GLs. There are people in GA, you know, there are people we cover in GA Center that regularly face double GLs and they beat double GLs. Um, look, Zareth. Zareth got 3-0. Oh, 3-0 oh this week, right? He put his Darth Revan and his GLs on defense. He still got 3-0. and oh. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think there was somebody else that did that. Who else did that? Not in. Um, but they're put, it's okay, either Klesser or Indigo, but there were several people, several okay, Neil, people. Neil, you have, you've put me on a diet to where I'm not putting anything that I have relic on defense. Yeah, exactly. And you're telling me to look at Zareth, who put his... No, I'm not, I'm not saying look at them. You said that, you know, oh, I've got this problem and that problem. That If you were playing tactics similar to Zareth um, and going for a hard defense and playing strategically, a uh, strategic offense to go for the win, um, that's an option. Uh, now, the option that, you know, the, the, the easier version that I suggested to you was go on a lighter defense keeping all of your meta teams so that no matter what you face against your opponent, you have, um, uh, you know, either a good counter or a meta counter to clear their board. And you have done that. You've just, you know, you're just, you, you've not got the wins because you've not been as efficient with the banners. And your efficiency will come. You know, you're getting the full clears and your efficiency will come uh, in time. Your efficiency will come in time and you know you'll get more two and ones and more three and o's and you know you'll get less of these one and twos you will get there you just you know you you cannot all of a sudden become the most efficient you know 6.5 mil gp player overnight okay and, and you're not the only person that's in that gp bracket I mean, look at look at poor Mandy, for goodness sake. Mandy's having an absolute nightmare of a time at the moment, and he's the highest GP um, competitor that we cover, and he's having an absolute nightmare. He's getting one and twos and two and ones. I can't remember he the is. last time he got a three and oh. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this. Mandy's a big territory battle guy as well. 
So mm-hmm. you've got the people that are territory battle people that struggle in GAC. It would be nice to, to taste uh, Kyber just once. To, so I have that. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Hellenics and I'm glad that Schnarman and I'm glad that Ray Rock and all of the guys in, in the uh, live Twitch chat right now are, are saying, you know, I could do it. And, and they are encouraging me. But practice makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah, wise one game. Yeah, Zareth is, is a savant. <laughs> That's very, very true. All right, let's get to some of the news at hand. I mean, essentially, we got one blurb, if you will, out of the uh, um, data mine. Out of the data mine thing, we we have inside the um, inside the Discord server that we have, we have an announcement um, channel where we were told yesterday at uh, about, you know, about 28 hours ago that there is a new character bundle 14. That's the label title of it at this time. New character bundle 14 that says um, that, that essentially I have a feeling and, you know, I look forward to hearing what you do. You already know, or what you're going to say, you already know that I think that there are more Mandalorian characters coming to this game. And that's I think they, we're that's going, what they should be doing. And I think that they are going to be putting out either a older fulcrum or they're going to put out a Bo-Katan. We already know of these characters a lot like we knew that the characters were coming to the game from Rogue One. We knew of Cassian. We knew of Bodhi Rook. We, he's now Zated. Um, we knew of Pow and all those. So those characters we knew about because they introduced us to them and then put the characters in side Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Thank you, by the way, to Dr. Jojo for your three months at Tier 2. Thank you for yeah. the subscribe. Now, now that we've got the GLs coming, I'm, I'm probably more inclined to think that they're... Um, uh, I'm probably more inclined to think that they're going to uh, present the player base with characters that are going to be required for the new GLs. That's just the way I see it going. Uh, uh, it, that's what happened. Could. That's what happened with uh, with regarding Slacker and Ray. Uh, they brought in marquee characters that they then said, you know, they had to be farmed, they had to be geared um, to a certain level, and then they had to be reliced in order to achieve, you know, Slacker and Ray. So right. I, I think that that is probably what is more inclined to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that there's going to be some characters coming out that will uh, that will definitely uh, that will definitely be good for it uh for example i think that one of the marquee characters and it's a, a character that i've been saying has is going to come to the game since last year and that's a veteran lando i do you know i think that they'll bring in a veteran lando and that that veteran lando is going to need to be relicked and buffed immediately uh, so in what order- what does the IG um, IG eleven? What does the IG eighty six mean? Because I don't think we're getting Queel. I don't think we're getting IG eleven. They are they are past. They have left this mortal coil. They are no more. They cease to be. 
No, I, I still think we'll get the uh, the outstanding two characters. Uh, I do think that we'll get the outstanding two characters, um, IG-11 and Quill. Uh, it makes sense for them to throw those so that we have a Mandalorian team of five for whatever future legendary event that they come out with, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully Bo it will. Bo and Ahsoka. Huh? Bo and Ahsoka, that's going to be the five with Kara, Grief, and, and Mando. So uh, I, I think that we'll... But I think that the bulk of the... Uh, I, I do think that the... the the emphasis is going to be on uh, the emphasis is going to be placed on the uh, sequel trilogy characters that they release. Rumarkey, uh, that will be a requirement for GL uh, Luke for Snake Plissken and for um, Clone Palpatine. Okay, I'm also going to mention a lot of people have said when when I kind of tipped my hand and said, this is, you know, this is what I think instead of saving it for the show. A lot of people have said that they would be stupid to put out a legendary character for a first run at the same time of putting out galactic legends. No, no, it makes perfect financial sense. It makes, it does make perfect financial sense. Plus if you remember during the lead up to uh, to the first set of Galactic Legends, there was nothing. Do you remember those episodes? We had rarely anything to talk about because it was all secrecy, 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 Q&A, uh, itty-bitty road ahead, or State of the Galaxy, secrecy, secrecy, secrecy. Oh, here's a Vader rework to, to appease you. And... You know, it took so long. Now, yes, we were supposed to get more information. They said they were going to release it every two weeks. I don't see anything on the phone on the forums. I haven't seen anybody post that. Hey, there's something on the forums in the chat. Um, I haven't seen my little RSS feeds. You know, pop. No, but a, a, a legendary makes a legendary makes financial sense because CG yeah. knows that there are going to be people that are that haven't bothered with the old GLs and that are not going to... So they're, they're looking at those people that spend but aren't going to spend on GLs and think, well, you know, if we we need to, we need to put something in the game to get that cheddar from those people that aren't going to spend on GLs. So if they put a legendary out there and say, right, okay, so here's a legendary, here is, uh, you know, here's Moff Gideon or here's Yoda and you need to, you know, and you need to do X, Y, and Z on X amount of characters in order to do that, people would be prepared that normally spend a few hundred bucks here and there to spend that few hundred bucks on that that aren't prepared to spend that few hundred dollars going towards a GL. So, so. I think that it's it's I, I I think that they'll you know for the small whale high end dolphin that they'll bring something they'll release a legendary a Mandalorian re- legendary event because they know that there are people that want to spend they just don't want to spend on GLs. Um, so it makes it would make. To me, it would make financial sense for CG and EA to put out a legendary before the GLs because there's going to be people that are now spending to get the characters ready for the GLs um, that will also spend on a legendary, but there will be people that will only spend on a Mandalorian legendary event that won't be spending on the GLs. 
So I think yeah. it does make financial sense to throw out two more marquee characters to give us five Mandalorian characters for a legendary event, as right. well as um, uh, sequel trilogy characters like Veteran Lando that people will then need to go over the top on in order to prepare for, you know, Snake Plissken and uh, clone yeah. Palpatine. They already have they already have some characters that people are going to have to go for. And yes, I, it is true. You probably will be getting a light side sequel trilogy character out of this bundle if it is not a Mandalorian. Um, we are we are behind our schedule because we have to hit a specific time for our uh, incoming transmission. And we have the recorded cut down version of our special that we're going to air as well. But really quick, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're excited to announce, if you have not already seen it, that SWGOH.GG um, has put out a new feature. Thank you, Sep, for, uh, for uh, entrusting us with uh, kind, of, kind of hinting people towards this. Uh, there is now a meta report for... Grand Arena Championships on SWGOH.GG. Do you want to explain a little more, Neil? Yeah, basically, um, they've got two uh, two features up at the moment, and that is a uh, squad meta. So basically, it, it'll tell you what the success rate is in as a percentage for squads on offense and squads on defense. I mean... The number one, you would be, you will be very surprised when you see what the number one successful squad is in GAC. It's got ninety-five percent success rate, um, and you'll be surprised when you see it. But basically, it goes through all of the squads and it tells you what the percentage uh, success rate for that squad on offense is. And then there's oh, another go section. Ahead. Go Go, go ahead, uh, spoil it for them for for that number one because there's a few others that are really really yeah no well the the number the number one the most successful squad to take into offense is um, Padme squad with Qui Gon Jinn. Um, there are three Padme squads in the top ten, um, changing that fifth character. So it's the standard makeup Padme, Anakin, Ahsoka, GK, uh, and then it goes. Th- from you know from the top that the most successful padme squad is with qui-gon jinn in the next most successful padme squad is the one with barris in and the next most successful squad with pa- the, the next most pa- pa- successful padme squad is with c-3po in um which makes and, me and happy so- because i've been working on qui-gon jinn so Just- i'm happy and, and just to be clear, this is the most successful squad that has been taken in on offense. It doesn't yeah. specifically say where. It doesn't say it doesn't specify the squad it goes up against. It just says that 95% of the time in season 10, what they refer to as season 10, um, uh, has garnered a 95% success rate. So if you were to take that squad in against what you know roughly is going to be, you know, a comparable defense that you're probably going to beat, you have a 95% chance of success. That doesn't mean you take that squad in against a slacker, full, you know, full strength slacker or a full strength GL Ray, but you know, that Padme team is not a one-shot counter to those teams. It's talking yeah. about, you know, your Revens, your Gases, your Shakti clones, your your, your Jedi Knight Reven. You know, it's talking about other comparable teams, not GL teams. Yeah. Um, and also they do have 
and this is what I really liked. They also have defensive and how well they do. So go out and check or go and check out swgoh.gg for more information on that. You guys are going to love it. Neil, we've got to get to the break. So the the whole break ends in time for our guest Gridden. But coming up in just a moment, the TEPC spotlight of a very, very stat-driven mind. You are going to you're going to find out whether or not SWGOH is actually dying. Spoiler alert, it's not. Right here on the Escape Podcast. The Escape Podcast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Have you been interested in getting items 3D printed, but haven't wanted to buy one of those expensive printers? Are you looking for a literally one-of-a-kind tech gift gadget? Evil Genius 3D Printing and Gadgets is your one-stop shop for both of those items. Nerd-owned and Escape Pod approved, put Lenny the Evil Genius to work for you. If you can dream it, he could possibly make it. Contact Lenny at evilgenius3dprinting at gmail.com for more information. That's evilgenius3dprinting at gmail.com. Get something unique in your hands. 
Hey, I'm Andy Beads. Hey, I'm Danish Bobo. Hey, I'm Ando. Hey, I'm Jake. I'm Bringer of Death. Jake Johnson TX. I'm Ram B2307. Spartan Z here. I am Mr. Jacobachi. Star Wars Galaxy of Yeti. I'm Player with Gaming Embers. I'm Lazy Turtle. I'm Mudbub. I mean, come on. They already know me. I'm the bloody co-host. And we are part of the Gak Chain Gang. We're a group of streamers who stream our Grand Arena on Twitch and continue the chain into the next streamer. We have all types of accounts for you to enjoy, from the big wells to the small accounts. But we're all here to provide entertainment and have a good time. The Grand Arena Chain Gang is proud to be part of the Escape Pod Castaways Content Creator Network. Stop by and see them, won't you? The Escape Pod Cast. What you're about to listen to on the Escape Podcast or watch on YouTube or Twitch is an edited version of the Tepsi Spotlight we recorded on Wednesday of this week with Taliana Reese of Reddit and Discord. She loves her numbers like Paul and had some speculation on the age-old question, is Galaxy of Heroes dying? Some may be very interested in what the numbers say, and we present to you an abridged version of our interview with the full interview available on our YouTube page. Just search for the Escape Pod cast. Now we present to you Tepsi Spotlight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another TEPC Spotlight that uh, we decided to throw together after a... Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to call out the person that introduced us, uh, uh, Taliana. Uh, Nightmare um, is a avid reader of the forums, and he posted the um, Reddit post that we're going to be talking about that you see some of the images from uh, just over to, I think, believe that side, right, Neil? Yes, they're on that side. Yeah. Okay, they're on that side. Ladies and gentlemen, a numbers mastermind who is also part of the 50 shades of uh, 50 shades, <laughs> 50 shards <laughs> of cam um, initiative. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you Taliana Risi, also known as just simply Taliana. How are you, Taliana? I'm doing well, thanks. It's uh, fun to be here. <laughs> so what was brought to our mind eight months ago? Uh, or what was brought to our attention eight months ago was that you had posted a um, a post called "Is Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Dead Now with Data?" and it was wonderful color coded data. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you showed uh, October, November, and December uh, joins and um, and part participation. I'll, I'll actually, I'm going to stop you right there for just a moment. It doesn't actually show joins. That's what's valuable about this data. Anybody who logs in to the Star Wars server who's over level 85 is represented in this data. They don't have to join GAC. And that's what's actually especially neat about this. Anybody who logs in once the GAC season opens is given a GAC rank and division then the weekly GAs are what you join. So okay. everybody who logs in gets captured here. And that's actually where we originally started here was realizing they kept giving us very hand wavy numbers. This was about when relics were introduced and they kept giving us these very hand wavy numbers about how many people were getting involved with relics and engagement. And it was really hard to get any hard numbers about who actually played this game. 
And we realized, I realized looking at this data that since everybody who logs in gets a number, and in those first few days, everybody's in the same league within their division, we caught everybody over level 85 represented by a rank. So if we could try to figure out how many people were in each division, we could figure out how many people were logging in and get a size of the player base. Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. Cause I noticed, from right. the, uh, I noticed from the earlier months that there were nobody in the lower divisions. And, and the easiest explanation of that is no hyperdrive bundle. Well, no, the easiest explanation for that is actually that it was a somewhat casual data acquisition back then. It hadn't become quite a big project. And so I was just kind of asking people on Discord servers, hey, who do you see? And it's very hard to find people who can see those lower divisions unless they're looking for them. Oh, God, yeah. No, it is not easy finding people in divisions 9, 10, 10 and 11. 11. It is, it is and really difficult. We've gotten better data as I've sort of gathered people in this project who are really interested in it. And so there are people who have alts who sort of get a kick out of coming in and sharing their data from their alts or from other accounts they can see or allies they've gained. And so that's where we've gotten those lower divisions more represented. But, but yeah, the original point of this is, can we figure out how many people are logging in? And then we're doing this by division. So we could say something about the relative size of the divisions because there was a lot of debate about that back then as well. So, and then we just kept we just kept doing it. So how how do you so you're saying that you you've crowdsourced this data? What exactly uh, um, what what exact methods do you use to to get this information? I ask people for help. I ask lots of people for help, and then some people help. And but what what, are the, what do they have to, to do? do What's the uh, all what? they have to do? So it, what I ask people to do it, at a minimal level is if you go into your leaderboard for GAC, you'll see three tabs. There's a global leaderboard, then there's a guild leaderboard and an allies leaderboard. And so you can take a look across your guild at what rank everybody is. And you can take a look across your allies and see what rank everybody is. And so that gives you access right there to about 100 people more or less, right? for each person who can enter data. Um, we noticed just to make it easier that for some reason, because of the way they do their ranking, if you go to the first person with a zero for zero banners and click on them. So if you have like 10 allies who are in division one, the top of your list who has zero banners will be the lowest ranked. So if you just click on them and enter your number into a Google form, and that Google form will populate a spreadsheet that I can see. Oh, Somewhere okay. Okay. around April, one of the people in the HSTR project realized that you can also get an extra 100 data points from each person if they're willing to go through their arena ranks and their fleet ranks and just click on the people in their shard in the top 50 ranks. And so at that point, one person can access the ranks for 200 players. And so, so you're, you're have, literally just needing data from, you know, a handful of people per shot. Yeah. And so we have usually around 15, 20 people probably who do this and they do it to more or less extent. Um, if you do it right away, then you get a rank early on. Uh, so as people join, they start populating these ranks and the, and the, and the, the divisions start getting bigger. Then the first GA happens, people join it. 
people set their defenses. Now, if you join a GA, then as soon as the defense period ends, you have, if you're in Division I, 730 banners. And that means anybody who didn't join GA gets pushed to the bottom of the list with zero banners. So that pushes them closer to the edge of the size of the division. And so what we do is people will sometimes enter this data like once a day or twice a day over the course of the first three or four days of GAC. And so we can watch the size of the division and watch the data points get bigger and then take a look at whether we're converging on a particular bottom for a division. That can give us a sense of the quality of the data that we have for that given division. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, so how, how, does the, how does the spreadsheet um, capture uh, promotions then? Or, or are you, uh, are, are you using, are you using we... the same people to collect the same data month in, month out? So you don't have to worry. I mean, we just basically start a new sheet every month. Right, okay. So every every month we have a new sheet and we just say okay this one was the this one was the December this was the December GAC this is the January GAC this is the February GAC people come in or people go out we don't try to necessarily keep the same people every time just whoever we can get it from uh, I I go and I post it in enough places that I bet people are tired of me <laughs> uh, I post it on on probably eight eight or so Discord servers. In, including and, our friends Operation Metaverse, uh, mm -hmm. HSTR project. Mm -hmm. Clashes Scoundrels. The HSTR project has actually been really, really valuable in terms of helping me figure out how to collect this data. The first month I did this, I basically just went on Discord servers and said, hey, can you DM me if you have any people who are higher than this number? And they were like, well, why don't you do a Google form? And I was like, Google form? What's that? <laughs> and so... Um, you know, that, that really turns out to be a much better way to crowdsource data collection than having people DM you things. Do you do data for a living? No, I don't. <laughs> Actually, I just think it's fun. So what, when you first started this, what was the ultimate goal? I mean, what, what, was, what, what was your end game? What were you specifically looking for? Or were you just looking to see, I'm just curious what the numbers are? I was just curious to see what the numbers were. I was like, hey, here's a cool thing we can do. Why don't we do it? And then let's see what comes out of it. You did it at the because time, you could. At the time, part of it really was there was this huge sense every week there would be another post on Reddit or there would be another argument on the discords about how everybody was quitting the game and it was going down the tubes and nobody should play it anymore. And there's this just doom and gloom thing going on. And so after a couple of months, I was able to say relics did not kill this game. Gas did not kill this game. GLs did not kill this game. We still have the same number of people logging in eight months later, 10 months later, as we did at the beginning of this. Do you have um, the, the numbers regarding the people that are providing you with data? Because obviously you've, you've got some uh, you've got some tables and you've got some uh, some charts uh, regarding the numbers uh, that are being collected on the various different forms that are being filled out. But do you have hard numbers for those people that are actually filling out that data as well? Because uh, could it could it be that the reason why the last three months for Division Two have dropped because the number of people providing you with data has dropped or has that been consistent throughout every single month? 
It's been approximately consistent for the last four or five months in terms of the number of data points that we have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's also a little hard to, to say. It's also an interesting thing because one person providing data may have access to their guild and allies and fleet shards, or they may have access to theirs plus seven alts. So I have people who have a number of alts who will go through theirs and go through their alts as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I will sometimes have people who just do their guilds and ally lists because it's the fastest and easiest. Others people will go through their shards. In my house, we have my account, my husband's account, and my kid's account. And what's really fun on that is, uh, you know, when we started doing this, my kids were in Division 6. Hmm. And they're now in Division 2. <laughs> because of bloat and the compaction of, of so many players into those higher divisions. It's something like 30% of players are now either division one or two. And that's, that's not Wales anymore. <laughs> and that is actually a huge thing. Um, and that's kind of what I was angling this, uh, this interview um, towards. And I'm glad you kind of, kind of steered it in that. Segway for you. <laughs> is that we now see a disparity between between divisions it used to be that the the camel's hump of was uh, in october 2019 was division three now it's division one with over 25 percent of the entire uh data collection player base point that you've collected in division one mm-hmm it's how, just, how representative you know, uh, just just quickly how representative do you think um your data is i mean do you think it's uh, are you getting uh, uh 10% 20% 30% 40% of the entire global active community how do, do you have any idea how uh, how how much of uh, um a snippet of the uh, global active player base you've got so I don't have to catch everybody. I don't have to have everybody to be. Oh able no, to no, no! You don't. No, no, you don't. You don't need right. everybody to get so, a to get a rough uh, percentage. Mm -hmm. well, I'm just wondering, you know, what, what I'm just kind of trying to think in the back of my head. What type of sample size have you got of the uh, of the entire player base? Because the, the larger your sample size, the closer mm -hmm. your percentages are going to be to what mm -hmm. the global percentages are going to be. Well, I mean, this is a global thing. I mean, our shards are global, right? Yeah. And so this, it, there's no difference when you're looking at the numbers. They don't have a separate ranking system for where you are in the world. And there's no priority for any region as far as we know in the rankings. So this is for the global player base, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you get, you get, so I, I'm, I'm not quite sure I understand, I understand exactly what you're asking. I can tell you that I would guess Sort of my hand wavy thing back in in December was I said, "Hey, we know it's at least this many players, and I would estimate that we're within probably about two to five k, at least in the upper divisions, and there might be more people we're missing in the bottom divisions. Mm -hmm. So hand wave it up to maybe ten k extra people in the bottom divisions. At this point, looking at how steady the numbers have been month to month to month to month to month." I would say we're probably within a couple thousand of what the true bottom would be in sort of divisions one to four. And uh, that we're probably within about five to eight K for the bottom divisions. 
it, it still does kind of blow our mind that you're you're one you're thinking that you're about ten thousand off though, right? Yeah. So if you add ten thousand to three hundred ninety-eight thousand, right, that would put you at four hundred eight thousand. Even if we added the ten thousand there, it's still a much larger number, and kind of tells us that maybe that division needs to be spread out further because that's Neil, you're, you're the GAC expert here. Yeah, what division. is the cutoff? 4.7, 4.5. What is it? 4.5, 4.5 and above is division one. As soon as you cross that 4.5 million GP threshold, you're into division one. Do you happen to know what the top GP is these days? I think somebody said it was like 9 million or something like that. There, there is somebody with eight. I know that there is somebody between eight and 9 million GP. Uh, yeah. I think the highest one that I've viewed, and that was just fishing around on uh, uh, swagger.gg, was around about 8.2 million GP. Um, if you take a look at Division 2, Division 2, if I remember correctly, boundary to boundary is about a range of about 750,000 GP. Yeah, I think uh, Division 2 goes from 3.8 million GP to 4.5. Mm -hmm. So if you made a number of other divisions that size, we're missing a lot of divisions here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, the, the Division 1 jump um, has been... Um, uh, month or month, close to 10k. Mm -hmm. It's just started to taper off. To, um, uh, uh, it's been 10k. Seems to have been, you know, close to 10k steady, and then the last three months, it's uh, um, close to eight. And so, uh, Neil, uh, I I have pulled up uh, swgoh.gg. There is a. Uh, there are three people. That have 9 million GPs. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, but that's not that. That's just, that's just three people, and those are the only people that are registered to SWG. If you were to go from 4.5 to there, you know, the, 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 the lion's share is going to be between that 4.5 and, say, 6. So uh, there's definitely a, definitely a need for the uh, Division 1 to be broken down. I'm going to play some calculation here um, with you, Taliana. <laughs> I was just a, how many people, the, the, this is really going to be how many people are on, are on SWGOH.GG. That's going to be the real question. You know, how many people are actually on this? Well, and you have to remember as well, GG has been collecting names and numbers since what, 2016? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so that includes everybody who's quit. And that was also <laughs> point. The fun thing is that, but what would your guesstimate be of the people that have actually been on SWGOH.GG with their accounts? I would have no idea. I know that if you are doing a territory war and you go to GG, in mid-range guild, the majority of players will be on it. If you're doing a casual guild, you'll maybe, they'll maybe have like 20 accounts or so. And a lot of the international guilds who aren't super elite just don't bother. It's exactly. mostly a English language. So, so I have no idea how that translates out, to be honest. There are 15,103 pages of, uh, of accounts that have registered through uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes.gg. 
there are 25 uh, there are 25 people per page. That puts it at right close to your number. 378,575 yeah. potential players. And that's only counting people that have registered at one time with Star Wars Galaxy Heroes.gg. <laughs> that's interesting. I would wonder, I do wonder how many of those are active players versus people who just checked in once. This is why you and Sep need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know that way, way back when they first introduced Relics, I was using GG to pull down um, numbers for, they, for who had Relicked and what Relic level, you know, what were the first Relics to be um, adopted by the player base. Every month, you know, I sort of mentioned this in the Reddit post. Every month there's something that comes out that makes everybody say, the game is dead, everybody's quitting. And every month I look to see, is it smaller? Like, has the game tanked? And so far, you know, to be perfectly honest, I was really surprised a couple of months ago because everyone was kind of depressed about the GLs and the GL farms and the slogs. And so the mood on discords was really kind of, not so happy. And so then when I got the GA numbers that month, I was like, oh, hey, we're okay. <laughs> and so it's actually really reassuring to get these numbers every month and say, you know, we're, we're holding steady. Well, I'm going to promise you that I'm not going to put over right here. I'm not going to put <laughs> Ermagerd is swaga dying. I, I, I promise I'm not going to clickbait title this. Yes, no, we, we don't do we don't we don't do clickbait titles on uh, on the escape podcast. We we don't do clickbait. So yes, I just it's 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 really reassuring to see that steady march of numbers every month and to realize that new people are playing. It also has made me think about the content they're introducing in different ways. Because you look at the distribution here, and early on, we kept saying, where's our endgame content? And then you'd look at the divisions, you'd say, well, the average player is Division 3. And a Division 3 player isn't going to be usually looking for that endgame content yet. Um, that's one thing I'm sad about this Division 1, because of the GP bloat, we have no idea what the real distribution is now because everybody's crammed into division one and division one doesn't mean end game anymore. When and you so have people it, that, yeah, when you have people that are double the, the, you must be this tall to ride measurement, <laughs> then that's when, that's when you need to look at take another look at those divisions. I personally think they need like four or six more divisions in there. Uh, I, they probably don't want any empty divisions, but they need to get enough extra divisions in there that we have space for growth. How do people, how do people find you and um, uh, outside of doing the whole uh, uh, checking the, the Discord and things like that? How do people get you their info if they're not on Discord? That's going to be the first question. I haven't really recruited that info outside of Discord. Uh, and part of that is because I, because this requires honesty and self-reporting, I've tended to work within some more smaller communities so that I didn't have to worry about trolls. Mm -hmm. By working with known communities, I've kind of had a self-contained uh, group for that. I 
thought about posting the form to Reddit and everyone was like, are you crazy? No, 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 and so I have not done anything like that. I've sort of, you know, I sort of, I sort of do the discords because there's such a good community of people who really care about the game. And so, you know, I've, I, I do, I, I kind of hang out in a number of different discords. I think uh, people are starting to, to, you know, uh, see me across a number of those. Um, you know, I didn't really start this with a goal of, being well known, <laughs> I just did it because I was curious about the data. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, I I know that I've when I share the form, some people share it to their alliances. Um, you know, I, I do share it across a number of discords. Although I'm always hesitant to do it because I don't want to be a pest, <laughs> and I don't want it to be Tally's posting the forms again. <laughs> but uh, I usually go around, and usually what happens is somebody reminds me that I haven't put the form up. <laughs> so I go and I get the form and I pop it on a bunch of discords. <laughs> and then I sort of remind people a couple of times as we go through it. And, and as you said, I've done the Operation Metaverse is one of the one of the big places that I got a lot of it. This is where Wonderful the project people. actually started. Actually, it actually started by me asking people on Metaverse what their ranking was. Um, HSTR project, the Planet Coruscant, the data, the data chat channel is marvelous for people who like data. And that's where they sort of helped me refine my methods. Former, and, formerly of the you all group. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I posted on the cam server. I posted on Clash's Scoundrels. Uh, I posted on my shard server. I know a number of people post it to their alliances and it sort of gets out there a little bit that way. Well, if let, let's say, let's say that somebody's listening right now that that is a good person. <laughs> and if, if you're listening and you're not a good person, plug your ears for a moment. But <laughs> let's say that somebody is a good person and they want to help you collect this data. How is somebody going to be able to say, hey, Taliana, I want to help? What's the easiest way to do? Discord, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't no, no, and I that's don't, fine. I don't but have what, um, you know, I don't it, have a reference in another way, in any, in any other sort of systems, really. Would you be willing to stick around the Escape Pod Casts Discord? Sure, I could do that, and I could pop you the link every month if you're interested in that, and I could post you the results. I we do try and go back and post the results to every server that I post the link to. We would love <laughs> to see that. Well, uh, Taliana, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, you know, keep an eye out on our Discord. We will highlight when she posts the uh, um, when she posts the the form for everybody to fill out, uh, you know, the, the, anything that she posts, we will, uh, we will uh, absolutely uh, try and highlight and give a little bit of a nudge for you guys to help out. Those are loyal listeners. You guys are great. Um, let's make this, let, let's make these data points uh, speak for themselves. That's all we're going to say. I usually say there's the data and there's my opinion. You might not like my opinion, <laughs> It might be wrong. It easily could be. It's an opinion. But I'd love to hear other interpretations because I learn things from people who tell me what they see in that data. All right. Well, guys, if you're watching this on the main show in the condensed version, check out the full interview with Taliana on the Escape Podcast YouTube channel. And if you're watching this condensed version, we'll be right back after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast.
The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hey there, Escape Podawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama, or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under, like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast's Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Heinze from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinze on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinze today on YouTube a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. The Escape Pod Cast for Kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are at our final week of Faction Facts. We've spent the last many weeks traveling across the galaxy talking about different factions and characters, leadership abilities, where you can farm characters in the game. We've talked about uses for different teams. We've talked about counters for teams. It has been a fun, fun ride, and I have truly enjoyed it. This week, I bring you our final faction, one that is loved by many across the galaxy, including the one and only Urzatron, and that is the Tusken faction. So first up is Tusken Raider. You can find him on Darkseid Hardnode 6C and in the Galactic War Store. Tusken Shaman is available in the Fleet Store and in the Guild Store. Last but certainly not least is Aurora who was who was available on Lightside Hard Node 5A and Lightside Hard Node 5F. Now, the only one of these three with a leadership ability is Aurora. His leadership, Tuscan Chief, grants Tuscan allies 55 defense, and all other allies gain half that amount. Now, this is a cult-loved faction. There are not a whole lot of uses for them in the game, so I highly recommend staying away from them if you're a new player. If you're an endgame player and you're not currently chasing a Galactic Legend or General Anakin Skywalker, you can go ahead and put your resources into this team. They're a fun team to play with. But like I said, if you're new, stay away. 
Now, as I mentioned, this is the last week of Faction Facts. So next week, we will be starting a brand new series. It's called Journey Through the Journey Guide. I will be going through each and every event in the Journey Guide, and I will be explaining what teams you need, strategy for the event, what you can do to help, you know, beat the event as quickly and efficiently as possible. And I will also be talking about the events in the order that I suggest you farm the characters and unlock them. So it's going to be all of the legendary events. I'll talk about the ship events. I'll talk about everything that's in the journey guide and give you all of the information that you need to know to be able to work your way through and get all of these legendary and exclusive characters. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the llama and the escape pod cast for kids. This is Micaeus and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's incoming transmission time, and it's the guest that we've been telling you about, but, you know, it, it wouldn't be a proper incoming transmission without, you know, some bigging up for Paul. Paul, he, you're not allowed to give him the title of best hair in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes anymore, though. So, over what? to the MC. Go! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is one thing that I can get right in the, in the, uh, during the live show. Ladies and gentlemen, you know this guy from Gridden WWL on Twitch. He is uh, he is a very very good friend of this show. He um, he is a awesome person. Half Grid, half Dan. It is Gridden. And ladies and gentlemen, um, we, we do also want to. Uh, see if Gridden will end up taking a uh, a genetic test because we believe that he is also Llama's sister. Uh, go check out uh, the uh, go check out the Lego Legacy Heroes unboxed edition of the Escape podcast on YouTube. You will see Llama, Gridden, Gridden, Llama. They're they're very very similar in 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 perfect hair. So, ladies and gentlemen, hot off of his placing in the Call of Duty 
Warzone, uh, Warzone, right? Yep. yep yeah, yep, Warzone yep. Uh, um, tournaments. Ladies and gentlemen, Gridden, we with lives. What's up, guys? Nev, Paul, thanks for having me back, you guys. It's always awesome to be on here. As you said, fantastic. Uh, great fan of the show. Great friend of you guys. I love being on here as much as I can. So thanks for having me back, you guys. Always a pleasure, never a chore. We will always, always. Well, you, you say you want to come on the show. We will gladly get you on the show. Now, um, before we get into the question that Nev wants to ask you about, <laughs> uh -huh. I do want to touch on what I said in the intro. You have, you know, you've, we, we talked to you just after you went full time. Mm -hmm. The yep. first question is, how the heck is that going? Still going fantastic. Um, still going really well. The community again has been incredibly supportive. Other content creators have been incredibly supportive. Um, it has progressed enough that, um, it's not like, it's not just a full-time job by like necessity because of my last workplace. Um, but it's something that I can pursue now and reinvest in and the money is coming back out. It's, it's turned into this kind of cycle now. So it's been really, really awesome. Um, I've enjoyed every second of it. I love, you know, I can wake up and I go and I do my streams. I make my videos. I contact, you know, other content creators, other people. And we make collaboration videos, work stuff out and this and that's just like now. And, uh, and it's just, it's amazing. It really is a dream, uh, doing this. So I'm just having the time of my life. It's been six months now, actually. So it's been an amazing six months. Actually, I think to the day, I think someone hit their six month anniversary on my, well, at least on my Twitch channel. Yeah, we, we just hit our six month. Yeah, we just had our six months as well. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's right around there. So about six months and it's just been an amazing six months. It's been an awesome time. Uh, Zaz, our, our really good friend says uh, he's on audio only right now because he's at work and he can hear your hair. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us, what the heck have you been doing? You've been winning tournaments? What What is this? Yeah, so as much as I love Star Wars, I've always had... Uh, so I've, I've always just loved video games. Video games have always been my thing. Ever since I was like, I mean, genuinely back on like Super Nintendo NES stuff, right? Like um, this is way back since I was as early as probably like seven, eight you know, I've been playing video games um, and I've always had a soft spot for first person shooters. Um, and I've always had a, it, it just being, you know, totally just upfront about it is I've always had an ability with first person shooters. Um, I've always just kind of connected with them. I don't know if it's just reflexes or what, but uh, first person shooters and me have always kind of gone well together. I enjoy them. I find them fun. I like looking for the strategy in them, not just the run and gun and shoot and kill people, but the strategy in it to make it work as well. Um, and so even though I'm primarily a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and Star Wars content creator, I've started to do Call of Duty on the side again because they brought back Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, the way that the Call of Duties went is like Call of Duty Modern Warfare and then Modern Warfare 2 and then 3. And then they took this really weird loop towards like Infinite War, some other weird like space stuff. And it wasn't my jazz. I didn't like it. When they brought it back to Warzone, I was like, okay, all right. Started playing it, really enjoyed it, did really well. Um, contacted a couple people and said, Hey, do you guys want to try and do like maybe a tournament? And our first one was about a month ago and we took top 50. I mean, for a first tournament ever, you know, I'll take it, made some roster changes 
And then uh, <laughs> next tournament. <laughs> Made some but, roster changes. In other words, cut the dead weight. Cut the dead weight. <laughs> no, it wasn't cutting the dead weight. It really wasn't. Um, it was just it was just a completely different play style. Like going into the first tournament, I was like, we do well enough. Let's see how it goes. And it didn't go. <laughs> you know, and our, our play style is just different. You're still learning more about yourself as a player, as a team player. And, uh, and so I, I found myself another team and we worked together and we did really well. And that was our second tournament. We took fourth out of about 300 people. Um, fourth. and then, yeah, took fourth on that one. And then the following tournament is when we placed, we took third place on that one, which means we earned money and we're officially a tournament team. Like we actually made money off of it, which was really well, I, What do you remember? I do remember. Oh, sorry, Gumpel. So, so what's your team name, Grid? Uh, OTG. Off the grid? Off the grid. Yep. Nice. Yep. I, I, I do remember you talking. Uh, I was watching you on your stream when you were talking about finishing fourth. And I've <sighs> played in poker tournaments and finishing on the bubble, it's the worst place. It's so painful. People say, oh, you know, at least you didn't finish last. It's like, if I finished last... I'm not disappointed. I'm a million miles away from the yeah, cash prizes. So far away, you but don't care. Finishing on the bubble, it's the worst place in any in any so tournament. Painful. In in a tournament where you can win prizes, money prizes, uh -huh. finishing yeah. on the bubble, it's the worst place to finish. Because <sighs> it's like you've got so far and all you had to do is place one position one higher for some moolah and you just don't get it. And that uh, so in fourth place. So the way that it works is called a kill race. So basically what you do is you have three set hours. And during those three hours, you play as many matches as you possibly can. And it's a point system based off of how many kills you get and what places you take in the match. Um, and so it's one point for one kill. And then it kind of goes incremental with uh, taking first, second, third, fourth, and fifth place. And you get like 15 points and 10 points. So it's kind of a lump sum if you place. Mm -hmm. First place got 186 points. Second place got 177, third got 176, and we took fourth with 174. So we were talking three kills at any point in three hours, and we would have placed. And so you micro hyper analyze everything. <laughs> You're like, I could have gotten a kill here. I could have gotten a kill here. If we place one rank higher in any match, we would have, you know, you need to just sit there eating yourself up because just like you're saying kill the death ratio. So if you also would not have died at a certain point, Oh, just kills, just straight just kills. kills. Yeah. So even if we got absolutely molly whopped, if I took one person down with me, just suicided someone like, we were, I, that, I do that all that the time course. and capture the flag. <laughs> Somebody gets near me, they throw a grenade. I'm picking up the grenade, running at them. Well, that you know, so it works. I'm taking you down with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. So yeah, on the bubble that hurt, uh, but at the same time, that was my second tournament ever for Warzone and my first tournament ever with that team. So the fact that we did that well was really exciting. And then the following week we came back and we took third. So it, it felt really, really good. Really good to do that. Excellent. So you'd be first soon then? Yes, yes, we're hoping we have another tournament tomorrow. It's every Saturday that we're planning on doing them. So we're shooting for tomorrow as well. Um, same game or same company, same tournament. What um, time? That'll be tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. It's three hours do, long, so 7 okay, to 10 Eastern. Do you stream this live, or do you yes. put it on delay? No, nope, I stream it live. Um, you have That's actually one of the rules of the tournament is you have to stream it. 
um, the tournament they watch over as people are playing, but they also look back on the VODs to make sure, you know, no one's cheating or anything like that. So it'll be streamed live tomorrow, 7 p.m. on my channel on Twitch. Yeah. No, that's like the G, that's like the GA center loop, the GA center rules. You've got to post it or you've got to stream it so that people yep. can't come to us and say, how do you know that your competitors aren't streaming? It's like, because they exactly. post or stream their GAC. So yeah, streaming and posting makes perfect sense to me because then people, you, if someone says, oh, I think that they were cheating, it's like, well, go and watch their stream. You can see if they're cheating. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So exactly. that leads in, Neil, to you wanted to have Gridden on as well to talk to him about something about GAC. What could that be? Well, everybody knows, right? And Gridden knows this, that GAC is the best part of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, right? 100%. Exactly. Yep. Now, obviously, the GA Center does a show about content creators, specifically content creators and their GAC streams. But you came up with an idea um, the other day um, regarding tournaments. So yep. um, what's the concept? When did you come up with it? And um, when are we going to have a really nice long Zoom conference call so that we can talk about, you know, making it a reality? Yes. So the idea behind it actually um, came from a little bit of doing the Warzone tournaments. I'm not going to lie. Um, a little bit of it was this idea of getting the community together. So basically what it is, you guys, is a community GAC bracket style tournament so the idea behind it is i'll split it up per division so we got division one two three four so on and so forth if we need to split it up more so we might just like how you guys split division one between like a kind of top and, and bottom division one i think that's totally fair because really division one needs to be split like cg seriously <laughs> as we've that. said and as people will hear in the produced version of the podcast preach yeah desperately needs to be split. Uh, so I'll probably end up splitting that. But uh, again, it, it kind of just depends on how many people are there, how many people are interested. Um, and what we would do is we would assign a bracket again, based off these divisions and you would get set up with your opponent. Now, obviously you can't fight the exact po opponent that we're choosing. So, you know, kind of like maybe final or kind of like, um, like a football fantasy sort of thing. You know, it's just this bracket of community players, whoever wants to join, um, and whoever comes out of their match with the higher banners will proceed in the bracket. Um, so if we have, you know, Nev versus Paul, Paul ends up with X, you know, 1900 banners and Nev ends up with 1895. Paul would advance. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Paul goes up against Joe Schmo over there. So and then purely banners. Yeah. Purely banners. That's the idea right now. It's just purely banners. If so it I can down set. I could set Lunkers for, for this. If all I care about is Gridden's tournament, mm -hmm. I could set Lunkers on defense and go hardcore on, uh, on offense and, yep. and, and do better in your tournament, but probably suck it up at GAC. But possibly absolutely suck it up on GAC. Yep. So it, it kind of runs risk. This is still very much in a kind of brainstorming mode. So if we want to rock it, say, you know, banners, versus wins versus losses versus or maybe just assign points like you get x amount of points for a win um you get x amount of points for a battle one you get x amount of points you know for the banners i might end okay. up doing something kind of like that a little well, bit more specific so if you're doing that that has been done already through um 
the Wednesday crew. They're, I don't know if they're, they're still doing it. I okay. haven't seen much out of it, but doing a uh, fantasy football stats scoring in that manner has been. So okay. if you're doing banners, you know, I think that's not because, bad. Yeah. yeah I, if, if you were to go, if you were to go with banners, banners mm-hmm. would be better because then you can get through a tournament in a few hours. Yeah, it's because just if straight you've up, got two people against more. each other, and the, the you know the aim is to get as many banners as possible, um, then you know you're, you're you're going to be asking people to put themselves in the pool, and then you're going to match them. Um, uh, they're yep. going to set their defenses so that they can get maximum amount of banners. So you're preemptively yep. putting people into a pool, and they are just thinking, right, okay, I'm putting trash on defense. I'm keeping all my toys yeah. for offense because I want the maximum amount yep. of banners. You want to go for maximum banners. Now, yep. that, that can play to a person's advantage or disadvantage. I mean, if you've got two people and one is up against trash and somebody else is up against a solid defense, it's still going to be close. But yep. obviously, one person is going to have it. But that's the luck. That's that's where the luck of the draw kicks in. Luck you know? of the draw kicks in. And yep, after that's... multi, you know, and it, you you could, you know, once you've got a, you know, a champion, then it's up to somebody else to knock that champion off the pedestal. So yeah. one week you have a, a you know, a, a group of sixteen people in a division one tournament, and you uh, then the next day you can do a division two, and so on and so forth. So there's every week there's always somebody that's the current champion. And yep. then they go back in again with maybe a pool of 15 other... Di- 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 I mean, that, this is why we need to sit down and brainstorm. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah. so many wonderful possibilities for you to create think- a two to three hour long show that people just sit and just watch other people plow through their opponents trying to get as many banners as possible. So that that's that's another idea where I thought it would be kind of fun is because if at all possible, it's, it's just an idea that's crossed my mind. If there was any way to get some of these contenders to either be able to stream their stuff or go onto a zoom call and like screen share it or something. I think it would be super fun to be able to kind of bounce around these streams and commentate on what's going on, you know, Cohen you guys- style. Yeah. And then, so you got Joe over here, you know, all right, Joe's going in. He's at, he's sitting at 1900 banners right now. He needs this win in order to beat his opponent, David over there who has 1910. This is coming. Like it would be really fun to commentate on it as oh, well. Oh yeah. No, we, we, we've been, I mean, me and Paul yeah. and Flair, we've wanted to have our competitors in GA center go up against each other so that we can do that. And we've had a couple of occasions. So- yeah. The occasion, yep, yep. The, the, the two occasions where it's happened, one party has not been able to stream. So yeah. before yeah. Mikaeus wasn't able to stream and the next time it happened was with good old Maurice, but good old Maurice couldn't stream. And we're kind of, we've got the opportunity at the moment yeah. with whatever and with Wigsy, and it does look uh, like they're going to, they are going to meet each other in round three. So cool. we're kind of hoping Excellent. that they'll be able to stream, but even if they can't stream, you could yeah. say, well, look, play it on your tablet. Do a Zoom call on your phone and flip your camera, and then you put yeah. two. You you just put a couple of windows up so everybody can see them, and yeah. then it's like on your marks, get set, go. And then you've yeah, got a couple of just... people commentate. You got a couple of people commentating, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and it's like, oh my god, oh he's just cleared territory number one. Oh my god, he's absolutely flying. He's just solo yeah. territory one. Oh, so he's behind, but he's got more banners. And then one person finishes, and it's all down to the last battle. You know, so and so yeah, needs yeah, seventy. Exactly. So and so needs sixty-eight. You know, can yeah, he do like, it? Can he get the sixty? Down. And then they yeah. finish, and you've got a final banner score. And it's like, right, okay, there's the winner. You go through to the next round, and then you lot, you know, you take a five-minute break while you talk about how awesome the battle was and how quick the race 
this was to the exactly. banner. And then you start up with the next one. And you yeah. have, you know, two columns, eight on one side, eight on the other, and you just blast through them until you get to the final, and then you've got your winner. And you have yep. a Div 1 winner, and a Div, two, Div, Div, Div 1 champion, Div 2 champion. Because here's the thing. Even though everybody that's in GAC, the GA Center one, they're, they're all playing their mains, I guarantee you that every single person we do on GA Center has an alt. Yeah. Myself and that's what so you know so so that because everybody that does ga center is going to want in on this i yeah. will want in on this but i won't be doing my main because i'm going yeah. i'm trying to put together you know back to back to back crowns at the moment but yeah. i do have a div three alt and i do have a div four alt and i have a div six alt so <laughs> yeah oh, i think it would yes. just be fun and then and then you'll come out you'll have someone who ends up being the champion um we would go with i think it would be a tier two four i think we'd want See how many people? Yeah, if we did eight people per division, because then you'd start with the two on the side. So Quarterfinal, semifinal, yeah. final. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So then yeah. you'd come out with a division one, a division two champion. Um, and then maybe, you know, like I, we could either just start with the champions or maybe at some point, if it grows enough, we could do like a little, just like a, you know, like a five, $10, like giveaway sort of thing just for fun mm. or something, but make it something that involves a whole community who's yeah. ever interested. People that there's, don't, there's, don't necessarily stream people that don't post, but yeah. you figure out a way, you know, so that's one of yeah. the one of the one of the things one of the conditions for being incorporated into the pool is they have to one way or another be able to whether it even they, if it yeah. is even if it's just zooming on their phone just holding their phone <laughs> they have you know so the minimum requirement that, no that's what you say minimum requirement is darth cohen style yeah minimum <laughs> Minimum requirement is Darth Cohen style. And I mean, here's the thing, even if they, even if, yeah, exactly. But even if they're not a streamer or a content creator, they might have a YouTube channel and they could stream it on their YouTube channel. And all they have to do is give you the private link so that you can put their video up on one and then a private link from there, you know, from somebody else and they can put theirs up and then you go three, two, one, go and then blast off. And you have yourself and a couple of other people, you know, in a Zoom call trio at the bottom so that you can all commentate on what's going on. And yeah, it it would just be so much fun having a knockout tournament. Like like you said, they're not going to be able to play each other, but if you just go for flat out person with the biggest ban account goes through to the next round Just move on through um, yep. no no whinging no moaning no complaining oh they had a stronger defense that's the luck of the draw you know that's it that's you roll the dice sometimes it, it's it easy it always fair exactly so we have t-bone kelly who said uh, in the chat um i had the idea of having three or four teams of content creators where the captains would draft their teams based off the GA center stats and records and scoring would be just combining all the individuals on each team's stats. This way viewers could pick a team and bounce around to different teams and cheer for or against other certain people. And then that was kind of, what's that? (laughs) I said team grid and team OTG. (laughs) Exactly. You know, that that's kind of what, um, that's kind of the same idea that uh, went Team Wednesday had. That's uh, kind of the same idea that I had when when it initially was getting off the ground, but we handed off to Team Wednesday to, to run with the ball, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It, it's There's a lot of fun to be had with the stats. And I think so. The fun part is that uh, SWGOH.GG is, is giving us a lot of these stats, um, ever since, you know, they started the involvement with GA Center and, 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 you know, 
finding all these little things and it's fun. It's absolutely fun. Yeah. I, and it I would think be so be awesome. Blast. It would be so awesome to have because we we do the league stuff for there to be a show that does the tournament that does tournaments. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of showing it's kind of like showing CG with our content. It, we consider this, you know, the most you know, the, the most important yeah. aspect of the game. This is why we, we are making shows. We are creating shows. We are creating content based purely around GAC. Yeah, um, yeah, purely and, around. And it. you know, so so put some you know put some effort into it. Put you know change up division one. But yeah, please. Just, <laughs> if if you started doing if you started doing weekly tournament, and the, the beauty with yours though is um, you, you could literally get just a, you know a pool of just fans of the game that don't yeah, con- that don't just regular members of the community and and it's like test you know test your metal against other you know other yeah. people within the community yeah so, so people that you people that we regularly see in chat that play but we don't see them stream we don't see them post it's like oh how how you know how awesome would it be to see schnarman go up against um uh, uh you know boss man or yeah. for um you know dmk uh, to go up against um, uh, 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 Yana or something, you know, just random yeah. stuff like it would be yeah, yeah. so much fun to see the people that we see chatting and that are in the community actually going, you know, trying to go toe to toe. Yeah, going head to head. Yeah, it'd be, be so much fun. Yeah. Okay. So curious minds, uh, curious minds want to know two two questions. Um, okay. One one from one from Hellenix that was uh, that was posted earlier, but okay. I want to know. You know, somebody told me to ask you this. Okay. Have you had Sable start her own uh, account on a tablet and just seeing what what happens at the GAC with her tapping the screen with her paw? I have it, but actually, <laughs> I have it with Swiggo, but I kind of did with Call of Duty. So I have the rec- <laughs> I have the recording. I haven't put it up yet. So you guys are getting the first uh, sort of sort of sneak peek at something that's coming. But a very common thing for professional players in all sorts of video games, right, is to see what their hands are doing with whatever the controller is. If that's mouse and keyboard, if that's an Xbox controller, whatever, right. So they have the camera like looking at them, and then they have a sec- separate camera like right underneath that's specifically just the mouse and keyboard or the controller. So what I did. <laughs> is is i'm gonna record or i have part of it but i'm gonna record sable i'm just gonna have her pause just tapping on the the keyboard (laughs) and like moving around my mouse and like laying on my keyboard (laughs) and so while i'm like playing all professional the little like camera underneath with just like some mouth some cat paws just like tapping on the keyboard (laughs) so that's one that's going but i haven't done with swiggo but that would be really funny we'll start we'll start sable her own account and just see what sort of happens if we just tap away this letter play. i would, that would, I would love i would love to see it the the other question is um is very important question with your call of duty tournaments doing so well uh-huh. and so many of us wishing you continued success mm-hmm. what products do you use on your hair <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly where i thought that conversation or that question was going um <laughs> uh my favorite is a uh, it's a product called Ruzel. Ruzel, it's a it's a, a product from Holland. Um, and it's a it's a great can. They have all sorts of different colors, but it's a, a Ruzel pomade. So Ruzel <laughs> Panther, import, it's illegal in thirteen countries. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and if uh yeah if there's a rusal representative that happens to be watching this hit me up i'll you know sponsor me guys i'll talk about you all day <laughs> there you go so I'm sure they're watching <laughs> what do uh we we know about your tournament coming up tomorrow that you're going to be playing what uh-huh. other things so you um last time we checked in you were doing outer worlds you completed that or you yep. gave up on that i'm not sure what yeah i finished it i massacred every village and we uh Walked away okay, with the W. So what is <laughs> what is next on the non-Star Wars? And uh, in this case, I'm actually going to say non-Call of Duty. What no. what stuff outside of Star Wars and Call of Duty are you doing on uh, doing off the grid? And you are also, I do want to mention that you have just a YouTube channel where it's all not, you know, you've turned your YouTube channel into just non-Star Wars. Yes, I have. So I decided, I mean, I'm sure you guys have ran across this and you've seen and heard about it, but the YouTube analytics are absolute poop. So if you try and post a video on a separate video game or separate topic than what you normally do, instead of YouTube saying like, oh, you didn't do super well with this video game, it says, oh, your channel sucks. Like it's so dramatic. So when I would put out a video on Call of Duty or Resident Evil or um, Outer Worlds, whatever, and it didn't have quite as many views, then my whole channel was like getting bumped down. So it was, it was, yeah, it just wasn't worth it. So yeah, I started a a second channel completely dedicated to out games outside of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, right? So that's just outside of Swiggo. So even like Battlefront or other Star Wars videos would be found there. Um, But that's all things outside of Swiggo. So it's called Grid and Gaming. Um, and that's yeah, completely outside of that's just any other game right now. My current project is dead space two. So we are playing dead space two, um, in a series called seals and squeals. <laughs> I was about to say, do, um, d- does everybody get the delights of you screaming like a little girl? A lot, <laughs> a lot, dude. I'm not good with horror games. They get me every time. The first one that we played was res- the resident evil three remake, which I've never played any resident evil, like in my, uh, no, it's not true. Sorry. I played resident evil six for like 30 minutes. Um, but I've never played the resident evil series. So when I played resident evil three, I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea what was going on and it just scared the bejesus out of me. Um, I and I, it was yes. so funny watching you. <laughs> There's so, so I, many I clips. So funny. I just did a search for grid and gaming and it comes up with something that's not you. How do I find your YouTube channel? Oh, all right. Hang on. Gridden. Or or if you could send me a link, I'll make sure that it will oh. end up in the description of the uh of the uh, uh podcast and on the YouTube video yeah. as well. There we go. Should I send it let's see, I'll do a uh, Discord. Yeah, just throw it in Discord. That I'll make sure that you. it gets into the uh that should uh, take you right to it. See, oh, crackman. all one yeah. word. See, I put a space oh, in between it. My apologies. Yep, that all one word. That is my yep. fault for 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 using proper English. Damn it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't know why you do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are continuing on with seals and squeals. Uh, you guys saw it in Resident Evil. Uh, screamed a lot. <laughs> uh, chat betrayed me several times. Said, "No, you're good. Nothing's up there." And I, for whatever reason, <laughs> believed them, and then just monster jumps out of a you know the sewer or something i just scream my head off so then we switch over to dead space and dead space was the first horror game that i ever played that i actually couldn't play anymore 
I played the, the, the beta back on Xbox and we're talking in like 2000 and like whenever it came out, what, 2009 or something. And, um, I was playing the beta and I just remember that I killed one of the, one of the monsters and I walked past it and right. It's, you know, kind of a common thing. They jump up if they're not like actually dead and it jumps up at me and, and starts eating my face. And I scream, I threw the controller (laughs) I jumped onto the ground. Like I actually like audibly out loud screamed at my friend's house. We were playing this together and I just lost it. And ever since I I was like, I'm never, ever playing dead space. I'm never going to play that ever. And then obviously it got brought up when we're looking at a new horror game to play. Cause I played resident evil three and then outlast, which outlast got me super good too. Oh my God. That, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> i aged so much playing that freaking game you guys i kid you not that one was so stressful you can't do anything you just have a camera you can either run and hide or die and you have a little camera with batteries and oh my god it's so stressful dude it's so <laughs> stressful oh i hated that one so barely made it through that and then dead space got voted for the next one so we finished dead space and i'm on to dead space two so there we go. That's our current off the grid game. And anything before we let you get back to uh, to the uh, the wonderful world of car car repair. Of car repair? Yeah, oh my goodness! Yeah, no, no, I'm selling my car. Yes. Yeah, oh, selling your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Car, yeah, selling car my sales. car. Yeah, car sales. Um, no, just as always, you guys. Like I said at the beginning, it's an immense pleasure coming on here and hanging out with you guys. It's especially a pleasure because, like from where I've seen your guys's channel grow as well and your guys's role and, um, and place in the community as someone who's been involved with the Swiggo community, literally since a week after the game came out, right. I joined the forums. I started talking to people and I made an alliance and everything and, and he already hearing whispers about you guys for so long to now be on the channel and to, to be side by side with you guys talking about stuff and coming up with ideas it's just, it's an immense pleasure and it's really cool. It's really exciting. You guys are an absolute blast. You guys are crushing it. You guys are killing it. So it's really fun to, to be a part of, of the channel with you guys and to work alongside you guys. So just thank you again for having me on. All right. and, and also I promised you this, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Anthony and Gridden is a much better Supreme leader Kylo Ren player than I am. There you go. Tonight, clip it. Clip it clip it. <laughs> and use that on the uh use that on your uh channel whenever you need to uh make fun of me which <laughs> you know i'm always game for just in case no one knows in the community that was our bet it was a two-part bet on who could unlock slkr first which paul beat me 100 percent. he beat me and i made the clip saying that he was better um and then i unlocked the ultimate first right is yeah, you, um, you you yep. you gear thirteen and ultimate. Uh, you got him done first. Yes, and then so then it was reverse that he made a clip for me, which is which is that one. So we had a blast doing it, and again, that just furthers exactly what I was saying. That it's just it's such a fun part doing stuff like that with you guys. It's just it's just a blast. It's really there fun. will be more in the very very near future, from what I understand. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Listen, we'll All hit right. you up. We'll hit you up soon. Please mate. do. Yep. 
Yep. Let's do, um, yeah, we'll hit me up on discord and we'll, we'll figure out a time that works. Obviously we've got the tournament tomorrow, so I'll be practicing all day for that, but Sunday we could definitely get together and yeah, we can really definitely. nail this down and hopefully have it ready for another, a soon, a GAC soon to come. All right. Get the community involved. Um, if I may, I'm, I'm planning on putting that together. Like at, at the moment right now, I'm working with my moderators to sort of put it all together. Anyone who's interested, um, please by all means reach out to me easiest way for sure is on discord um so please just join up on my discord you guys and you can let me or any of my moderators know we're trying to get a pool of as many people want to play and if we need to like make rotations or or if we need to expand expand the brackets or whatever it is so if anyone's interested please just dm me or find me on discord i'm in basically every server there is so just <laughs> you, find me somewhere on discord you can certainly and, find him on the escape podcast discord yep. guys uh, stick around coming up after this break and a new heli and the noob uh episode we will be getting to patreon's choice feel free to use those channel points to ask a four segment question if you're not a patreon uh, but if you are get those questions in questions will close soon on that Stay tuned. More to come right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Macaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Macaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Macaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PVP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127, that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content. And also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. And now time for something completely shameless. Linux? Later, Gator. And... 
Banhammer. Uh, hey, meat bag. Uh, uh, what noob? Helenix, uh, uh, I'm afraid we've picked up a stowaway. Uh, uh, oh, you mind telling us what he's saying, noob? Uh, uh noob? Don't your translators speak Wookiee? Uh, 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 Helenix. You know. I'm programmed to speak Wookiee. That's not why I called you here. I know you know that I don't know how to speak Wookiee, noob. What I'm asking is, why did you call me out here? And why is this particular Wookiee on my ship? Linux, this is Ludbaka. He is one of thousands of users you've banned from your Discord ship. noob, noob. Tens. Okay. Tens of thousands. No, of noob, people stop you banned that. from no, one of your Discord servers. Tens of people, not tens of thousands of people. Ungrateful little glob of grease. Anyway, let's get on with this. Ahem. What's the problem this time, noob? If I ban Mr. Ludbaka here, there was surely a reason. Ludbaka says he merely posted a photo, which you apparently didn't approve of on one of our Discord servers. And instead of talking to him about it, you just banned him. Oh, newbie. Most of the time, there's a perfectly legitimate reason why something like this happens. And you know what? Oh, no. Oh. No. I got no. a short PSA Not. that can help you understand, bud. Again. This PSA is brought to you by Hellenics. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. And the Gaming Embers YouTube channel, Twitch stream, and Discord server. A fun camping ground for all you campers out there. Plus, we f***ing love flair. Discord etiquette. What is it? Why is it happening? And who stands to benefit? In this Swuggo PSA, we will explore Discord etiquette and the many myths that surround it. Nowadays, most every gaming live streamer has a Discord server meant to help fans connect with their favorite content creator and with other fans in the creator's community. Whether it's Swuggo, Marvel Strike Force, or even City Skylines, every gamer has multiple Discord servers available to them, which can help folks connect, share information, and socialize with each other. Some communities even have multiple dozens of servers, each with their own unique feel specific tastes and particular focuses for their members to experience. Regardless of what the particular Discord server aims to provide, there are, most often, some server-specific rules that each user must follow. But for the purposes of this discussion, we will be focusing on the more general expectations found across Discord servers of all kinds. There are certain behaviors everyone deems appropriate and other behaviors everyone deems inappropriate. Knowing the difference can save everyone a lot of unnecessary aggravation. <laughs> First and foremost, never use the dreaded everyone tag. This alerts all users to a server-wide response. And unless you want everyone on said server, 
replying to you, usually in an angry tone, you'll want to avoid issuing this command. Next is the vile impersonation attempt. If you think it's funny to pretend to be someone you're not, you're doing it wrong. You should especially avoid pretending to be an administrator of the server, as the real server admins will likely ban your sorry for that kind of Finally, always follow the golden rule of the hood. If you don't start none, there won't be none. Attempting to start or add to any argument on the internet is an exercise in futility. It won't end well, and you will look like a jerk. So before you make a Discord faux pas, consider this. Is what you're about to post within the generally accepted behavior rules of the server and Discord in general? Because if you know you're about to do something dumb on Discord, you should just follow Michael Jordan's advice. Stop it. Get some help. This has been Hellenix. For the Hellenix Swago YouTube channel and the Gaming Embers YouTube channel, Twitch channel, and Discord server, as well as all the various Discord servers across the globe. So, uh, you think people are getting used to this whole uh, PSA format? Maybe we should mix it up a bit. Here's what I was thinking. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you just banned me? The hell do you think you are to ban me? So do you see now, noob? Wasn't that PSA helpful? Once again... Hellenix, that PSA didn't explain anything. Uh. All Ludbaka did was post a picture of his new outfit. Uh. And you... Burned him. For it. What are you talking about? I can see his picture. It's uploaded right here. Uh. Yeah. It's on the Costumes and Gear channel. Matter of fact, Ludbaka, you're still on the server. You weren't even banned. Wait, let's see here. It looks like he changed his role to new user earlier today, and, and that limits the number of channels he has access to. Let me, let me fix that for you. All right, just, yeah. There, done. Can you see the channels now, Lud dude? Anything else, fellas? No, I guess not. I'm sorry for the confusion, Len 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 Lennox. Meatbag. Agreed, Ludbaka. Wait, I thought you didn't speak Wookie. Noob, I don't speak Wookie, but I do understand it. I mean, who's ever heard of a human being that's able to vocalize the Wookiee language? That's just dumb. The Escape Pod Cast The Bridge. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the fourth and final segment of the show where you get to ask us a bunch of questions and you can make them as uncomfortable as you like. But you're lovely people, so you don't do that. So, uh, Paul, <laughs> hit, let's hit us with the Patreon's Choice questions. <clears throat> well, the first thing we do want to mention is coming up uh, September 19th. Um, on September 19th, 
starting right after Grand Arena Championship closes, the attack phase closes for that day, um, we will start on this channel, the Creator Cup, where it is Team Castaways, which includes many people, including the wonderful person right uh, right there, um, and uh, the llama fighting drunk, uh, all, all the castaways that you've grown to love. Uh, Geek Girl, she's she's in it as well. Um, we're facing off against Team Vasari, which is Vasari Games and Jackson Tucker, DB Official. Uh, uh, Rico's in there as well. Uh, uh, Trash Man Terry, we've got some awesome, awesome people that are going to go head-to-head, team versus team, to see who the best team is. And if it comes down to it in the last hour, it will be Vasari versus me. Sith Lord Fluffy. Yes, thank you, Flair. Uh, Sith Lord Fluffy's on Team Vasari. Um, lots of fun. Lots of fun. Um, and then tomorrow, starting at about, well, I'm going to I'm gonna do my GAC at 4 o'clock um, Eastern time. So I'm going to get that last hour in there. And I'm going to be going for 24 hours to, and that's going to be a personal stream uh, to hopefully supplement some of the lost income from not being able to host trivia night at the bars that I normally do on Wednesday nights, but that's okay. We're going to do a trial run again. This time, hopefully I'll make it the full 24 hours, Neil. (laughs) All right. Let's get to the questions. Question number one. Geek uh, was from Geek Girl. What inanimate object do you wish that you could eliminate from existence? Can't be a animate object, so you can't eliminate fire ants. You can't in, eliminate in, murder hornets. Inanimate object. Um, sprouts. They're 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 living beings. So you're talking about uh, like. You're talking about bean sprouts and stuff. No, no, it's a sprout. It's the it's the worst thing in the world to eat. They're vile. They're horrible. Disgusting. I wish that they never existed. But it's organic. What what item? It's still that... an inanimate object. It requires right. for, for me, human to do something with it in order for it to do something. You know whether for you're me, eating it's it those dart emery boards. No, no. There's nothing wrong with them. I have one. I do my nails with it. Oh, oh please, no, no, don't 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 do it now. No, no, no. Stop that. Stop that. It hurts right teeth. Stop that. All right. What is the weirdest thing you have ever seen in someone's home? Neil's emery board. <laughs> um, a, um, I would say the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a person's house was I saw a ha- I saw an old Russian hammer and sickle flag in um, in a in a in a um, a person that wasn't a communist house, and I'm like. What are you doing? It's like, oh, yeah, I, I went to the Soviet Union on holiday and I was able to get this flag. I'm like, still weird, mate. You know, <laughs> seriously, dude, that flag just, you know, so yeah, what would be weird. the ab- what would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? Um, Bob. Calling your daughter Bob. <laughs> A boy named Sue. Um, I, I'm not going to I'm not. I can't answer that one, honestly. Uh, no, I can ab- actually answer that one. The person who named their child A B C D E, and 
insisted that it was called absidy. What is the worst thing for the government to make illegal? Sex. Uh, I mean, they can make it illegal. Everybody would ignore it, just like, you know, people ignore, like, all the other laws as well. So making something illegal doesn't just match amazingly stop people from doing it all of a sudden. How about a tongue-in-cheek say voting by mail? What are some of the nicknames you have for customers or coworkers? Oh, what? Um, some of my coworkers watch this show. I don't know if I could answer that. Um, I mean, I, 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 you know, I have referred to, um, you know, some co-workers in previous lives as, you know, dickhead <laughs> or tosser for uh, what? Are I mean, some I, of the... okay. I, I will, I will say I... this in the army. We have lots of nicknames. Okay. So, um, my, some we can't my, say here. So, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, we can say them. So, um, you know, so I went, I was in the army with someone whose surname was Dor- was uh, was Day. He was called, uh, you know, I don't even know what his first name was. He was Sig Day. So he was forever known as Doris. That was his nickname for the rest of his life because his second name was Day. Okay. Uh, anybody that has a surname that is Parton is instantly nicknamed Dolly. Okay. Um Scottish people instantly called Jock, you know, um, people from Liverpool instantly called Scouse. The, the army is just 90% of the people you'll ever meet that are either military or ex-British military will refer to themselves by whatever nickname they were given while they were in the army. Uh, my first name is Neil, but everybody calls me Nev. That's the, na- the nickname that was given to me when I was in the army. I turned up at my first unit in Cyprus and my roommate said, you don't look like a Neil, you look like a Neville. And Nev is short for Neville. And that was it. It just stuck forever. All right. Let, let's go ahead and finish out Geek Girl's questions. She also asked, what's your favorite Star Wars fan theory? That J- Jar Jar Binks was the, uh, the, the, the over, overlord, the dark Sith that was running everything during the prequel trilogy. That's my favorite said, one. Don't mention Darth Jar Jar. It's Darth Jar Jar. It's my favorite fan theory. Uh, I, you know, that that was going to be my answer was any everything except for Darth Jar Jar, to be no. honest with you. My favorite fan fan theory. All right. Let's get to Andy Beads. Okay, I'll, all right, fine. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. Okay. The other one is that Luke skywalker is really luke skywalker that mara jade did not kill the real that mara Mara jade did not kill the clone luke skywalker but killed the real luke skywalker and that the luke skywalker that you think is the real one walking around in all of the extended universe afterwards is actually the clone of luke skywalker there you go (laughs) All right. Andy Beads' question. What instrument would you rather use? Spoons, the triangle, or a kazoo? Kazoons. Kazoo for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, the spoons are awesome. Uh, Let's see. Andy Beads did not have any other ones. Flair asks, if you have to have a pet mascot, not a robot. Sorry, newbie. Screw you, Flair. What would it be? Al the Canadian Moose is not an option. Tasmanian Devil. 
See, I would like to hearken back to the days of Spuds McKenzie and just have a have a dog that had just happened to have a, a, a spot on its side that looked like an escape pod. That'd be awesome. Where would y'all's dream vacation? Maldives. Uh, for me, it would be going back to Key West. I loved, loved Key West. I think I've mentioned that before. Um, we're going to go to J.J. Manners, and then we'll go to Zazie McBeal. J.J. Manners asked, what classic movie have you never watched? Uh, Gone with the Wind. I've never watched Casablanca. I've never watched that one either. All right. Zazie McBeal asks, what is your favorite dessert to have when you eat out? Um, I would go with a chocolate fudge sundae. If they do a chocolate fudge sundae, I'm ordering it. If it's on the menu, I'm 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 having it. <laughs> For me, um, it would just be soft serve ice cream, but not a sundae, just soft serve ice cream and a cone. I love. I- I'm simple. I'm simple like that. And uh, if you could cosplay as an imperial trooper, what type of trooper would you choose? Probably, uh, probably a. Um... Death Trooper, because, you know, they're badass, aren't they? Yeah. You Death really Trooper. didn't see them do much. They just exactly. stood next to Krennic. They just look, you know, silent and deadly. Exactly. You know, not not clumsy and always getting shot like Stormtroopers. I mean, you know? See, I liked, I liked the TIE pilots. I, yeah, I thought the mask of the TIE pilot looked really cool. So I would, I would be a TIE pilot. So uh, I don't see any other questions on there. I don't see any other questions in Patreon's choice. So Citizen Kane sucked. What's that? Hellenics is going rosebud for me. And I'm saying, don't bother. It sucks. It, people <laughs> keep going about it, it, it being a great movie. It's not. It really, really sucks. It's boring as hell. Okay. <laughs> it's really, Zez, really bad. Orson Welles. Don't get me wrong, Orson Welles, you know, um, uh, War of the Worlds, incredible. But Citizen Kane, oh my God, what a dumb, boring movie. Zaz uh, says the correct answer was Scout Trooper and have Baby Yoda in a bag. (laughs) All right. We are going to wrap it up. If you're watching us live on Twitch, we are going to raid into Deadpool Kyle. He's uh, doing part of the GAC chain gang right now. Um, We're going to raid into him after this, uh, after we go off the air. If you're a Patreon, then please go, um, please go check out um, our after show. We would love to, we'd love to talk to you guys. Yeah. And I'll fire up the poker table. And and Neil will fire up a poker table for you guys uh, as well. So we really appreciate each and every single one of you. Tomorrow, twenty four hour stream. Would love to see you there. All that all that I ask is that you stop by, say hi, and keep me awake. That's all I ask. Um, but you know, be nice to each other. Damn it, protect those that you love. Wear a mask when in public. Just. Please. We love each and every single one of you. We're rating Deadpool Kyle after this, so stick around if you're watching live on Twitch. 
And uh, thank you very much, JJ Manners, for uh, for the gift sub to finish out the night. We'll see you guys next time right here on the Escape Pod cast. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention, this is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship. Abandon ship. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. friends this is thaddeus from going nerdy the escape pod cast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears sit boo boo sit good dog